You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Let's talk a little Thursday night football. We literally just saw this game two weeks ago. It's crazy. And it got to, it was a little bit of a slow start in that game, but it was one you of the think? more exciting games of the week. Yep, it, was it was overtime. It really was. Carolina probably should have won the game, but DJ Moore scores the touchdown. Yep, takes, takes his, his helmet, helmet off. off. Then they obviously get called back. They miss the extra point. They had a couple chances to win that game. Couldn't make a field goal. And it looks like the Panthers' season's probably dead. Uh, it's probably been dead since week two. Actually, it's probably been dead since week one of the preseason when they decided to trade for Baker Mayfield. We don't know what's going on at the quarterback position. Sam Darnold's been activated. Uh, man, I mean, it's a mess right now for Carolina. What would you? Where would you lean in this game? You have Atlanta. They're two and a half point favorites. That's actually come down from three. Yeah, it has. Total seems about right. Forty two and a half, maybe a little low with what we saw two weeks ago with these two teams. Mm-hmm. But it was a slow start, and then they just exploded with offense in the second half. And it's a short week, and it's the Thursday night game. We haven't seen a whole lot of scoring in these. Yeah, Thursday night games have been, except for what was it last week? Yeah, last week. You know, pretty profitable to take the under. Yeah, I like the Falcons in this spot. I like their offense. I like what Mariota's doing. And it just feels like there's too much. I know this is like very broad, but this is just too much uncertainty around the Carolina Panthers team, specifically with their quarterback. Like, is it going to be PJ? Is it going to be Baker? Is it going to be Sam Darnold? All of those options are pretty bad for different reasons. And they lead me to believe that, listen, like I cannot trust them to win a game. At some point they will, I guess. I mean, they've traded, obviously, Christian McCaffrey away. That's not a team that's serious about winning. Right. And I like DJ Moore. Yeah, like, they have really nice pieces. Don't get me wrong. I wanted DJ Moore. But here's what I wonder. You know, you have a bunch of veterans in that locker room. What's their motivation the rest of the season? Because the division sucks. But even though that's a terrible division, I mean, they're not better than Tampa Bay. They're not better than the Saints if the Saints could get healthy. So you're pretty much playing for next season. You don't know who your head coach is going to be next season. We can't forget because Matt Rule was can. They have an interim head coach right now. And you'd like to make the case if they get back to three or three and a half, maybe because they're the dog and everybody's buying in on Atlanta. And let's not forget, like, Atlanta's not this great team. Their win total was four and a half coming into the season. They have a chance already to go over that. But nobody had any expectations. The offense was lights out the first three weeks of the season. And then teams kind of caught on, but they're still able to run the ball. They have three backs that are capable for going over 70, 80 yards. Patterson's back. Man, is he tough to bring down after initial contact. Mariota's been a fun story. Arthur Smith, great play caller. We already knew that. We just didn't know if he was a solid head coach. And he's proven that he could get the job done. And imagine next year if he gets a quarterback in the draft. or um, I mean, they traded Calvin Ridley, so he's not coming back. But they have pieces still. They have uh, probably one of the best up-and-coming young tight ends in the league and Kyle Pitts. He just doesn't catch touchdowns, unfortunately. Right. But I just can't make the, te- the case for a team that's 2-7, and seven, uh, even in that game, right, against Atlanta. And in the game against the Bengals is a better... Uh, uh, I mean, they got destroyed. And that game was over in the first half. Joe Mixon scored four touchdowns in the first half. Nobody's done that since Al Bundy at Polk High. They were outgained 464 yards to 228. 
They gave up 30 first downs. They only picked up 13 first downs in that game. Time of possession, they were dominated 39 minutes to 20 minutes. What's changed in one week? Like this season, 28th in the league in passing offense, and we don't know who the hell the starting quarterback is. 184 passing yards per game. You would think, okay, well, maybe they could lean on the run, but a couple weeks ago, they traded away Christian McCaffrey, who's, I know he's 26, but he was 60% of that offense. Even when he's dinged up, he's still the best piece that they had. And they can't run the ball. They're 23rd in the league in scoring offense. They only average 19 points per game. And they're solid defensively, but the problem is they can't sustain drives, so the defense is just on the field now. Forever. Yeah, forever. So, like, yeah, a numbers play at three, three and a half, but I just I can't do it with this team. This has to be a stay away. And I'd love to take Atlanta because they've been such a fun story and you do trust them to You're at least put up points. You're going to take something tomorrow, though. I don't know. You will. I you always know. do. I don't know. Every week, it's the same thing. I don't know. Every week, it's the same thing. Yeah, you we'll like see. like some props? But, I mean, like, well, every week, it's like, okay, I mean, we're talking about maybe crappy matchups, but it's like, it's Denver, you know, and you, you could find advantages. I don't know what the advantage is here. You could say maybe Atlanta has the advantage because they're still playing for something. They could still win the division. And I mean, I know Carolina mathematically can, but can they? No, they cannot. Like Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, and and, and PJ, are they all going to combine to become one quarterback? Because combined, maybe they're a serviceable NFL quarterback. But yeah, this game, I'm not going to lie, game sucks. I, I, who the hell thought like preseason, let's throw this on Thursday night football? No. Especially while I have to be at work, you know, like <laughs> g- g- give me this any other time. I guess I lean Atlanta. It just seems... You have to take Atlanta. It's just, why did that go from three to two and a half tonight? Because somebody's people who, are taking Carolina. Yeah, but who, who, like, why is there a buy on, on Carolina? I don't know. Probably because they're at home. It was a closer game. You know, if it wasn't for the DJ Moore helmet taking off, like, okay, they win that game. So, all right, now all of a sudden they're three-point dogs in their own crib, which means if you were to take them, go to Atlanta... Like, from a numbers play, you have to take Carolina. I mean, from a football play, you don't. Because ultimately, it doesn't really matter what the home field advantage number would be in Atlanta in order for it to make sense to you. All you need to say is, do I think Atlanta is a better team? Do I think they're going to win? But the numbers do say that if Carolina is a two-and-a-half-point dog at home, then Atlanta is a five-and-a-half-point favorite in a neutral yeah. and seven and a half, eight point favorite at home. And I don't think that they are. Yeah. And I mean, I guess you could say, okay, so Atlanta, she's by low on Carolina after getting just absolutely demolished, getting blown out in a game that was over against Cincinnati in the first half. And you could also say, okay, so Atlanta, they could run the football, but they can't throw the ball either with Mariota. They're the 30th passing offense in the league, only 157 passing yards a game. That's like a high school football team right there, but they could run the ball. They're the fourth rushing offense in the league, 163 rushing yards per game. Yeah. And those numbers would actually probably be better. They didn't have Patterson for a couple weeks. So, I mean, they're the better offense, but it's not like neither neither team is going to run away in this game. We just saw them play an overtime game two weeks ago. Yeah. But I just felt like Carolina had more to play for. Because everybody thought, okay, they're tanking. They just traded away Christian McCaffrey. And instead, I thought like the front office kind of sent a message by firing Matt Rule and moving the guys that they had to move. Because you were never, McCaffrey, well, you weren't going to resign him. You know, and he's got a contract coming up next year. He's 26 years old as a running back. And, you know, he's done right by the team. He hasn't been able to stay healthy. But you trade him away, put him in a good situation in San Francisco with Kyle Shanahan. Obviously, his dad played for Mike Shanahan. And then you trade away Robbie Anderson because you had to. He was going to off somebody on the sideline if you didn't. He was causing a scene. But you kept the guys that still have value. DJ Moore, 
Because you got a lot of value. Yeah, and I mean, if it's just like full rebuild, we want to lose every single game. You trade DJ Moore for a first round pick, though, correct? He's still young, but I mean, look at the crop of wide receivers coming out in this year's draft. So if you need a receiver, I mean, Jackson Smith and the Jigba, uh, a couple of the kids from USC, obviously. So who knows what their plan is and who knows what they're trying to do move for, moving forward. But it seems like Atlanta's just too good to be true. And if I had to lean anything with the total, I'd probably go over, maybe with like a lean to the first half under, like a feeling it out process. Yeah, you know I both like teams first... are going to want to run the ball. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I that... like the first half under as well. That... A ton. Also, I think Cordell Patterson does help him quite a bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's a dynamic I guess I guess they consider him a receiver. I consider him a running back too. Like they play him all over the field. I love him. I, I love him as well. I mean, he was a kick returner, punt returner. He was a wide receiver, and then they turned they converted him to a running back by default last year with that crappy team and Matt Ryan and a bad offensive line. And even with that offensive line, he had the best year of his career. He got paid. They rewarded him for it. And then he's been awesome. I thought maybe he would regress like and just be like a gadget guy, but no. I mean, he's a serviceable NFL running back and I mean, they have some really nice pieces. Atlanta's definitely heading in the right direction, and I think Arthur Smith's proved that when it's time to win, if it's not this year, because, I mean, we're talking about them like they're dead. They could easily win that division. Tampa Bay stinks. Yeah. You know, it looks like they at least have found their quarterback, not their quarterback of the future. That's what they need to figure out. It's not Marcus Mariota, even though he's having a nice little year. He's having a nice year. But he's getting older. I mean, they have Tyler Algier, you know, in the backfield. He's got 423 rushing yards. They have Caleb Huntley, who's got 300 rushing yards. And then they have Patterson. Who we just got yeah. done talking about. And Kyle Pitts. Yeah, and he, but Patterson's got 384 rushing yards. He's second yep. on the team. He's not even yep. their leading rusher. Yeah. Pitts, 31 grabs. You got uh, Drake London leads the team in receptions and out of, is a rookie. I didn't know what he was going to be because you didn't know uh, what Mariota was going to look like. And if you go back and you watch his college tape, it's all 50-50 balls. Like, he doesn't do a tremendous job of creating separation. At least he didn't at USC. But that's a guy that just makes contested catch after contested catch. He's got a big body. And uh, he's tough. I mean, there's a reason why he was the first wide receiver taken off the board, and he's looked really, really good. So they yeah, have the is. pieces. So it'd be Atlanta or nothing. 